So when I think of the word hard work, I think of two people. Matt Fraser, the five times fittest CrossFit person in history. I was going to say man, but person. <laughs> the five time fittest CrossFit athlete or the fittest man on earth for five times in a row. And Steve Jobs. So both these men are in polar opposite domains of existence and life well firstly one is dead <laughs> secondly the other is alive but the one obviously invented a piece of technology that has rapidly changed and altered the course of mankind in some way shape or form and the other is an athlete who has basically adopted the strategy of hard work pays off and i love i love this phrase i'm not too sure why steve jobs came to mind when i started thinking about this and started writing about it but what i hear often and i'm sure anyone can attest to this is that you know people come up to you and say you have to follow your passion you know follow your passion you know that 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 is the only way to go if you're not following your passion you're doing something wrong and i feel like this phrase has been so loosely thrown around these days that it has sort of enabled this mass overly concerned you know with our consciousness that there's something we need to be doing with our lives that has this purpose and if we don't find it we won't be happy and the problem is is that your purpose in life often comes from getting good at something and following your curiosity not the other way around you don't follow your passion first in most cases and then you know then you become fulfilled it's normally you know it takes a bit of grit it takes a bit of hard work so what's interesting about these two men was their hard work was a direct result of their curiosity and this was followed by relentless commitment and it wasn't it wasn't them just blindly job hopping and finding finding themselves or their passion for that instance so you know let's take steve jobs if steve jobs had followed his passion he'd probably be be some like lsd consuming enthusiast giving talks on mindfulness in southern california and in carl newport's book so good they can't ignore you which i love and i highly recommend he writes the following i shared the details of steve jobs story because when it comes to finding fulfilling work the details matter if a young steve jobs had taken his own advice and decided to not only pursue the work he loved he would probably find himself as one of los altos zen center's most popular teachers it's a very famous zen center in los angeles by the way onwards but he didn't he didn't follow the simple advice apple computer was decidedly not born out of passion but instead was a result of a lucky break a small time scheme that unexpectedly took off what's key there is unexpectedly you know he followed his curiosity there was an unexpected break and that led to him 
discovering Apple computers and there was a huge obviously financial incentive to that discovery let's not forget that but interesting is that Matt Fraser in a sense did follow his calling so he ended up actually breaking his back trying to get into the Olympics for it so after giving up his dream of the Olympic weight of becoming an Olympic weightlifter um, Matt went to university to complete his studies at UVM um, and I highly recommend reading his book Hard Work Pays Off which has just come out I've, I've been sifting my way through it it's very very good but essentially Matt had started over again and he went back to live in his parents basement and he finished varsity and he gave this beautiful story about how he wasn't really interested in the activities that somebody who's just left home at the time was into you know and and i connected with this because most of the people that when he left home were interested in only drinking and partying and whatever and although we all go through that stage we some people reach a stage in their life maybe not everyone where you get a little bit over that and you you want to find something more to what you're doing so matt went to his local crossfit box to just get back into weightlifting after his career had ended because he broke his back trying to get into the olympics he went back to his he went to some random crossfit box in in champagne valley um i think it was somewhere in canada that he was living at the time and he wasn't really interested in crossfit he has a guy that's a five-time fittest man on earth who came into the sport without a lack of interest in in it and this fascinates me because obviously today you see people entering CrossFit at like the age of six, seven years old and their entire life is going to start being revolved around CrossFit. Uh, it's similar to, you know, young golfers. I was a golfer when I was a kid and there's a lot of, there was a lot of pressure. I, I never, fortunately enough, I never had the pressure that most young boys and girls have today with their parents wanting them to to become the next Tiger Woods. I didn't have that pressure. I entered golf because I, I loved, I enjoyed it. I watched my dad play it. And I think a big part of it was actually just trying to impress my dad in some sort of a sense through the message of golf. And there was a lot of pressure, but Matt entered CrossFit just so he could weightlift, so he could stay in the corner and just lift a few weights. And eventually he got uh, compelled to actually start CrossFit and he started it very reluctantly <laughs> at first because he was having a, a very boring time lifting weights in the corner while everyone was having a grand old time doing crossfit listening to music the the complete polar opposite of what weightlifting is weightlifting is you sitting and everyone watching your each rep of yours your coach will not allow you to lift without watching your rep everything is in dead silence it's a very methodical sport and I think that's the lure of it. It's so beautiful, actually. So it's 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 an art, so to speak. But this is interesting because then he got into it and he realized it was good. And then he started going to competitions and earning money and winning competitions. And he followed, in a sense, his financial curiosity. And this is interesting because he was good enough at it to win a few comps and earn a few extra bucks here and there. But then 
he obviously realized he was a lot better than he thought and he could probably take on a lot more people if you put in the work and, and i'm guessing this is where his phrase hard work pays off comes from is because there's no other way around it when it comes to crossfit so what matt tells a story of him in 20 i think it was 2015 he came second in the crossfit games and he was so bummed at himself because that year he basically cut all the corners and he came second but it felt like he came last because he cut all those corners so he decided from that point on that he was going to put all his effort into crossfit and then the rest is history he won five times in a row so although matt worked his ass off and although steve jobs did too i don't think steve jobs should be the poster boy for somebody who is deeply fulfilled in life i connected way more with matt's story and I truly believe that Matt is the five-time fittest man on earth because he covered all bases in life. He covered his diet, he covered the movement, he covered mindfulness in some aspect, in some shape, way, some shape, way, or form. Listen to me. Some way, shape, or form. <laughs> he ate well, he slept well, he trained well, and he loved well. Um, and my guiding philosophy in the process of becoming a whole body healed person somebody that can walk through life and have all his bases covered and have all aspects of himself covered and healed is that i call it meat movement mindfulness so meat is the foundation because it starts with diet so i'm a big fan of a meat-based diet animal-based keto carnivore whatever you want to call it i just call it a meat-based diet it's easier but your diet is the foundation to everything. It gives you energy to do things you want to do. It gives you energy to think well, sleep well, live well, love well, everything. From that point on, you need to have movements in your life. You need to have the breath. You need to be able to breathe well. If you can breathe well, you can sleep well, you can train well. You can pretty much do anything well if you can breathe well. I'm a big fan of Wim Hof's breathing methods. Um, if you look on YouTube, there's tons of guided methods out there. There's a proliferation of stuff, but I think the most important thing is you make it consistent and you find the one that works for you. And then within movements, obviously, you know, I'm speaking about CrossFit, but I do CrossFit, so that's a form of movement for me. But something else is can be walking, it can be playing tennis with your friend, it can be there can be so many different ways of you to incorporate a movement practice into your life that is beyond just going to the gym and exercising and then lastly mindfulness this is the most uh, esoteric it's the most uh, personalized because you need to figure out ex exactly what works what, what what doesn't work for you because for some people meditation can actually make them maybe a little bit a little bit more anxious in the beginning which is probably telling you something but maybe it's not good for you in the beginning maybe you just feel like journaling there's a form of mindfulness um you can sit and chew your food for 30 counts at a time and be mindful of the food you're eating. That's a form of mindfulness. So all three of these play a fundamental role in becoming human and becoming a better human at that. But I think what allures me to Matt's story is that he covers all bases in life and I think that's why he's the best. And that's what makes it even better and makes it even more worthwhile is when you see that. You don't see some hypochondriac that's 
so obsessed with something and so obsessed obsessed with the sports that he can't let go of his winning aspirations and that obviously you know can kill a lot of people but it's it's sometimes harder to let go and and admit when you when things need to be changed and when your life needs to pivot i think it's it's so amazing to see that so again just to recap is that i think both steve jobs and matt followed their predominantly financial curiosity but curiosity nonetheless and the universe rewarded them accordingly so passion was a byproduct of hard work not the other way around there's nothing new here it's just hard work paying off just pure grit going deep into the depths that most won't even think to endure if you did enjoy today's episode i would appreciate you subscribing liking wherever you are listening to this uh it really does go a long way to help people find my work and i'm wishing you a lovely day i'll catch you in the next one just for now Thank you.